Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, podcast starts now. Podcast starts now. Wow. Hi. Hello. If you can hear the sound of my voice, you have clicked play on the only podcast called Stradio Lab. Um, This is a weird time um, because we've decided to record today and george what day is today in an unprecedented turn of events <laughs> we are recording on the 15th day of the 2020 election on <laughs> thursday what is it it is thursday november 5th at 6:02 p.m um you know we like uh, all of you don't know the results currently but you know when this comes out on next tuesday we probably will so everything we're about to say doesn't make any sense. It's it's completely irrelevant to your time. You this know. Is, I would say, you know, <laughs> this is a response to the 24-hour news cycle because everyone else, they're always giving you updates and it's live and you're getting notifications. We say, no, this is kind of the slow food movement <laughs> of podcasting. Like, yeah, we don't know who the president is. And actually, that's chic. Yeah, we, we are taking... We're in Paris. <laughs> We exist outside of time, and, 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 and all these news stations—it's—it's—it's it's, it's buzz. It's—it's it's, hey, it's pay attention. It's look over here. Hey, hey, hey! Update, update. Twenty-four hours. No, once a week we talk about something. We talk from last week, and it doesn't make any sense, and it's irrelevant. And it's- once a week we talk from last week, and I think, every, and you know, a lot of these people could take 
uh, some pointers from us. I would love to see Chris Hayes, um, you know, come in and 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 start talking about the primaries. You know, <laughs> I think that could be so so powerful. Uh, you know, even just a week, honestly. And here's the real truth. Oh, I'm ready. And and not enough people are telling the real truth. But I do feel like. If we just like didn't have the news this week and it was just like we had like a, a, a big notification when it was like, OK, the results are in. That would be so much better. A hundred percent. There's no is, reason for it all It does this. no one any good. <laughs> also, it doesn't matter. Like I when they're like, we got more votes. These are from a district that is mostly Democratic. And you're like, oh good news <laughs> it's like yeah until they count the other votes that are not democratic yeah what like who is this helping it's, you know it's literally like you're baking a cake and the whole time you're like the cake is ruined like look at it it's not cooked it's awful. it literally is not cooked. <laughs> like look at the cake it's not even done no, i fucked up like the cake having a dinner party, it's like having a dinner party and inviting your guests three hours early and having them be in your kitchen watching you cook and then you keep turning to them and you're like here, oh God, it's not done. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. No one wants it this way. Just I, I also, want to be not a sign of intelligence to like. And I say this as I, I also have been following it cl- closely because it's just like that's what they make you do. But it's not a sign of intelligence to to follow it closely. It's in fact a sign of lack of intelligence and a lack imagine of interest. Imagine how smart I would be. Imagine how smart I would be if I literally was like. I'm turning all this off. I'm going to read, um, uh, you know, why can't I think of the name think of, the of a book? book. <laughs> oh, God, George, think of a book. As everyone knows, I have been reading The Human Stain by Philip Roth, which is a very um, uh, uh, kind of like retroactively irrelevant. But it is it is a book about cancel culture in the 1990s. Hmm. Anyway, the point is, imagine if I had read a single page of that book in the past four days. Oh, I, I'm, I'd be scared to know how smart you'd be to know that person. And mostly <laughs> they were, someone sent me a meme that was just Rihanna and her head was like blown up on Photoshop and it just said feeling smart. <laughs> I, I am checking the news constantly, not because I want to be smart to know, like, hmm. I just don't want to be the last person to find out. And I'm worried that you know, I'm going to, everyone's going to have tweeted all their awesome takes and everyone's going to be feeling this like collective joy or right. doom. And I will kind of be, um, you know, watching like Twilight for just completely right. oblivious. Well, here's what, that, that's what I'll nightmare. say about that. I think, cause I've been trying to not look at things. So then I'm like, okay, I'll sign up for notifications so that if I, if something does happen, then I will literally get a notification. It's right there. I don't have to go and check on my own, but then they 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 see your weakness and they take advantage of it. So then I'll be getting notifications that are like, "Look at photos from election night," and I'm like, "That's not a that's not an update. That's, <laughs> that's not quite, an update. That's just quite quite not an update. I don't want to look at photos from Biden HQ, like someone feeding him soup. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, yeah, I can't think of a worse." like event to photograph like like if you were like look at this like meteor coming to earth like yes i want it to is see a, photos it, it is what is that um andre leon tally in the in the september issue is like he's like it's a famine of oh god what is it famine of glamour people <laughs> write in there's one scene where he's like it's a famine of glamour honey yeah that's 
I mean, as I've always said, politics are famous people, but make them unhot. Yeah. So wait, I'm going to look this up. Are you looking up the quote? Yes. I'm just going to stop our momentum by looking up the quote. Famine of beauty. That's what he said. Uh, There is a famine of beauty. I'll put the clip in here. I actually probably will forget. (laughs) First of all, it's been a very bleak week so far. It's been bleak streak over here in America. You know what? It's a famine of beauty. It's a famine of beauty. It's a famine of beauty, honey. My eyes are starving for beauty. Um, wait, but you mentioned Twitter, and I did want to. Th- there's a lot of um, a lot of commentary happening, mm. and all of it, I would say, is bad, inaccurate, and incorrect. And uh, and then there's like a second wave of commentary happening where people will will kind of like find something that's kind of corny, and then they'll be like, "Kill yourself." Yes, and we've been talking about, you know, the certain mean people, mean gays on Twitter. (laughs) Like for instance, what if I decided to tweet like, like, um, get Kamala in her sneakers and she'll run and count the votes and Lady Gaga in Joanne, you know, like something like that. If you tweet someone, someone will quote you that and be like, why don't you kill yourself? Neoliberal gay, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, Klobuchar gay. And it's just insane because it's, you're not the, if you're the mean gay reading the dumb gays tweet, you're not the intended audience. Like yeah. just don't read. Let just, dumb gays read the dumb gay tweets. It's, I was saying this earlier. It's like me watching young Sheldon every week and then tweeting about, and then just going on Twitter and being like, this show fucking sucks. Why does anyone watch young Sheldon? It's like, it's not for you. It's simply not for you. And the dumb gays need content too. Exactly. I mean, you know, you could argue they have enough, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's actually yeah. a really smart yeah, point. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's nice to make fun of dumb gays. Um, okay. We're sort of um, walking back our previous claims. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Now that I'm really thinking about it, I think they should all be um, executed. Bullied. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> executed. Uh, but then you think, you know, for some other people, we're the dumb gays. That's impossible. No, it's true. I've met gays smarter than us. No. Yeah, they're like very old. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like they they're like 70. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense cuz they have all that life experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And which we can't I mean as much as, you know, we've read all the books and we've uh done all the research, but you can't really beat life experience. You you actually can't no matter how many books you cram in that skull. Sometimes it just takes being 70 to be very smart. Right. And the thing with being dumb and gay is you know there is it is a it's a linear it's like we're there are the people making fun of the really dumb gays and we're making fun of the of those people making fun of the dumb gays and then it goes all the way back it goes all the way to the top (laughs) and so then you have you know the things we're saying there are people in their 70s that are saving clips of our podcast and sending them to each other and saying look at these dumb fucking idiot faggots (laughs) and then they you know and then people in their 90s are kind of doing that for them uh i've been trying i've been like just generally like tweeting less which has been kind of a crazy uh attempt it's just sort of like maybe i don't know what is happening right now and maybe that's okay yeah well it's a fine line between like enjoying the communal experience of everyone just being like running high on endorphins not knowing what's going on undergoing you know, there's no monoculture anymore. So it's very rare that everyone is experiencing the same thing at once. And I feel like this is one of the few instances where that's happening. So there's a, a certain kind of excitement to that. 
And then, of course, you read one thing and you want to shoot yourself in the eye. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a mixed bag. It is. It is a mixed bag. Um, but you know what? Well, Biden's going to fix all that. Biden is going to fix all that. Twitter is going to be good once Biden is our president. That is his main. I, I <laughs> will say I did. I said something. So I've I tweeted something very stupid. And then I was like, this already feels like 2014. Yeah, we're definitely like, getting Obama era again. Obama era vibes. <laughs> kind Catch of me at brunch. <laughs> Catch me at brunch being ignorant as shit. Oh, uh, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. We, we, we are, are giving such a bad impression to our guest. I have to say, we are usually slightly more intelligent sounding. What do you think? Well, yeah, but we're also normally not in the midst of chaos and it's also true. hungover. I mean, we are often hungover, but... Are you hungover? Yeah. I'm not. Interesting. That's kind of that's probably why we're not vibing. I'm not. I didn't drink last night, but I did have a. Uh, I had the largest meal I've had. My two friends, Jess and Iman, who are a stunning lesbian couple, uh, took me out for lunch and paid for my food, <laughs> and they took me to a very delicious Palestinian restaurant, um, and I, I, I truly am like on the verge of bursting. And in fact, I just unbutton my pants <laughs> wow yeah oh uh, well i had kudoba for lunch <laughs> <laughs> um yeah let's actually bring our guest in also um, just pointing out i did unbutton my pants on a zoom topical tubin is it topical this you know this well was... in the spirit of discussing weeks old issues <laughs> later on as a means of like providing slow news to our community i do think it actually is relevant yeah this is very um, last week tonight, anyway here vibes. to talk about the 2016 election our <laughs> friend and yours we are very excited to have him i have to say um Jay Jordan, hello. <laughs> you say 2016 election? Yes, it's yeah. like as if like okay. we're joking about discussing. If, like, if I want to discuss the 2016 election in the format that we've established, I think you guys, <laughs> I'm a little worried. Uh, yeah, you know, uh-huh. it's not looking good. It's not looking good. <laughs> That's what I would say. I would say there is a confidence that I don't have in the upper Midwest and the Rust Belt. But um, who knows? It's Mm. funny that you mentioned that. For me, (laughs) specifically, Wisconsin looks like it could go either way. Okay. Oh, our guest is taking head off his headphones. Um, it was. <laughs> he's exiting the interview. I would have. I was about to leave. You guys are lucky. I sat through. We besmirch the good name of Twitter. And as a person who tweets more than he tweeting. needs to, this is what I will say about that hellscape. You control it. What has happened is you've died. And you are in basically this amorphous blob. And the more you move and stretch within it, the more you define your outline in it. So you have to tweet a lot. Because I tweet a lot, none of my tweets are important. See, Sam, you've been tweeting less, and now your tweets have become more important this week. Over this period of time, people are going to be like, oh, I didn't know you felt like that. Oh, Oh my God. That's actually science. That's actually such a good point. You are... You know, we each have kind of um, a set. We each have a nucleus of our spirit and our soul, and yes. you are distributing it among more little pieces. Yes. So that each of them, it's like, yeah, someone can take it and throw it out, or someone yeah. can take it and spit on it, and it actually won't affect you as much because you have so much 
other stuff out there. If anyone Whereas with goes, Sam, yeah, if anyone ever goes, oh, Jay, this you, I could be like, yeah, but also 30 but seconds also later, this. that was me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is me. And so is this other tweet that literally says the opposite. What now? Whereas Sam, it's like you are taking out your, your beating heart and offering it to your followers and saying, yeah. is this good? Yeah, what are you going to do with all those fuck you Georgia voters tweets that you had a few weeks ago, Sam? Yeah, Sam, what's wrong with you? What are you guys talking about? I never tweeted that. No, I, but yeah, definitely, I, you know, I can feel the pressure of all those followers just waiting. What's he going to tweet about this week? You know, we, we, we're checking New York Times and we're checking Sam's Twitter because we'd have to know his one true take. And the uh, pressure is weighing on me. Jay, though, you do, you raise this, you raise a, 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 an interesting point, which is that you do. I I do sometimes think when I see your tweets and when I see your activity, I'm like, and knowing that you are a productive person otherwise, you are not someone who's like constantly on your phone. I'm like, how does she do it? Oh, it's, uh, (laughs) I want to say I I get a lot of help from the fact that you guys know you could tweet from your computer. Oh, yes. I love tweeting from my computer. Love a computer tweet. What? Why? People are sleeping on this. Tweet from <laughs> your computer. Multiple tabs. Come on, y'all. Tweet yes. from your computer. You can get it out and then go back to Final Draft and be like, oh, I hate this too. Do whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tweeting from yeah. your computer is so luxurious. It, it's, it, you, oh. it's, it feels like tweeting from a mountain home. Tweeting you're from... In, you're in Monaco. You... <laughs> That, yeah, that tweeting from your computer is like, oh, well, yeah, we could buy it, but <laughs> Let's wait, make we cannot, it. we cannot talk. I spent another episode talking about uh, talking about Twitter. Jay, how have you been <laughs> dealing? I'll definitely share this on there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, among your many, yeah, you'll share this on there, and it will mean nothing because it'll be among <laughs> you've been tweeting me and other tweets, all sharing different podcasts. Seven tweets about X Men, where I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So how are you holding up, broadly speaking? Uh, better than the spring. Yeah. Worse than any other time. This week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it. on a, It's like on a dimmer. It's like on a scale. Mm-hmm. So I'm better, doing much better than I was in March and April. Mm-hmm. But this week has been just we wild, weird. I'm. I get it. Like it's important <laughs> enough that like if sure. someone was like, I'm having a tough week too, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But ugh. I've been going to bed late. I yeah. took an edible yesterday and the night before. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's I, I. I do have a question. Do you use your strategy of of putting out into the world your eth- your kind of um, interiority in a million little pieces only for Twitter or in your normal life as well? Oh, so are you in my normal you know, do life? You have- are you do you have like I'm a like billion different text threads happening in a, b- a billion different group chats and kind of you're sending just kind of like one word text to your family? What's going on? <laughs> no, people will text me. 
I saw your own Twitter call me back, and I'll be like, "That's a job for another day." I got to face myself. There are different parts of the brain. I was like, "Ooh, this is a, I don't like my screen time today." Yeah. <laughs> when people police when you're on your device, I find that to be very upsetting. That is surveillance state, and it's that is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, like, your interior interior right wait. <laughs> you are internalizing the surveillance state yeah yeah you, you are an agent the of the cop. state when you, you tell someone in your mind my brother you, exactly you have a co- <laughs> that's exactly it it's um you have to decolonize and that's all i'm gonna say uh deco- decolonize your web history decolonize <laughs> your favorite <laughs> decolonize your favorite cocky boys porn stars yes decolonize- yes when someone tells me, why aren't you texting me back? I say, decolonize your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, you want a black man to do more work for free? Come on. <laughs> yeah, Come well, on. I can't. I, I personally can't use that r- retort. I just, but... I turn in the Cornell West. I'm just like, I'm a brother George. Now I got to yeah. tell you. <laughs> you My see? favorite is when Cornell West says, brother, well, he'll call Trump. He'll be like, brother <laughs> hey, so And I'm like, funny. so psycho. It's the worst. <laughs> That okay. That's when you become that you loop. You know, if you make enough left turns, you're headed right. Don't be calling Trump your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, brother Trump. No, <laughs> it's a uh, god. We should get him on the pod. But, yeah, that would be a good get. Yeah. I have to say, I do respect Dr. Cornell West more than uh, more than I can say, but that man will say yes to the opening of an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> now, wow. While I think that gender is a, a social construct, we are at this baby shower, and I'm <laughs> I'm excited, wow. Sister Tasha. You know, he should be on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I would love God if I would love it if public intellectuals were on cameo. Oh, get but me, he's genius. Get me, uh, you know, Malcolm Gladwell on cameo. Gla- Malcolm Gladwell, yeah. Get me Naomi Klein uh, wishing me a happy anniversary uh, well but there but the, the weird thing about cameo is it's not far off from that there are uh, yeah. ex-athletes they'll be like uh sam yeah well, cool <laughs> money give it to me wow you know, that was a you know sam is sam can i out you as being on cameo you can sam can i can i tell you that i recently got on cameo Whoa! I got the I got the invite, and I was like, "Surely this is a mistake." And then I got a cameo request, and the person asked me if I was ticklish, and I responded. I said, "Because uh, they were like, I hate being tickled." I was like, "I am ticklish. I don't know where this is headed, but if you tickle people against their will, that is a SVU episode. Don't do it. I hate being tickled. It's the I, worst." Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> did they want yes. you to tickle yourself? Yeah, what on... is the request? You can't they, did they just reach out and ask you if you're they, ticklish? 100%. It's that it was I'm going to read it just so people know. Put this on the Patreon. Okay. <laughs> they straight up said and I quote, "Hey Jay, loved you on credit here and i have been a massive fan since oh that's actually kind of sweet i have two silly questions how do you stay so positive and funny and that i kind of answered in a very diplomatic and political way and then second are you ticklish anywhere if so where are your spots 
I'm on my feet and my siblings torture me. And so that's what they they asked me that. So they asked you for, to create a video where you answer those questions. Oh, yeah. And I did. Wow. wow. I mean, listen. Do you know how old that person is? <laughs> no judgment is? here. I that person is either four or four D. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That was uh, I mean, because it definitely feels sexual, but I'm also like maybe a child requested it, and then I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I I feel like it's sexual, and I do feel the person who received that, you know, used it as they saw fit. Here's my here's my question to you two: Is ticklish? Yes or no? Wow, and so and now and now we see what your plan was all along, which is to yeah, get, get us your pervy followers. To... Come on, wow! <laughs> I, I unbuttoned my pants on Zoom once, and suddenly you want me to put on a show for you. Yeah, do you, George? Do you like to be ticklish? Uh, I don't like to be. T- I am ticklish. Okay, um, I'm ticklish. I do think my boyfriend is more ticklish than i am and i think i think sam is getting excited what's going on i think this is such a funny conversation are you ticklish sam yes i am and i think it's like the fact that we're like like i like just a couple of girls talking about if we're ticklish no you know it'd be very funny if someone made a like a sketch that was a sex in the city girls talking in very suggestive tones but they're only talking about whether they're ticklish or not <laughs> yeah. like honey when someone gets my feet that's when i cannot help myself that's right i'm ticklish and, Charlotte's like, you and then it's like tmi <laughs> i'm trying to eat my eggs <laughs> i i've never been tickled i just wasn't raised that way and, miranda's, and then miranda's like, like miranda's like i don't have time to tickle i have to go to work yeah the only thing tickle to me being tickled baby. yeah yeah, I, I let, let me tell you something. I only get tickled on Christmas and birthdays. <laughs> yeah, Steve tickled me, but as a pity tickle. And then Carrie's like, "I have a problem. I have been tickled by both Big and Aiden this week." Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, that was actually a, that's a whole spec script. It's it's yeah, written. Get that out there, E. Are you guys watching this? Syndication needs new dubs. I you also can't say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Jay, I loved how um, that person was so heartfelt, and to be like, to be like, I love you. You, I've always thought you're so funny, and then we're like, drag them, drag them. Well, yeah, I, I like earnest things and people because I always say you ha- you have to be cynical enough yes. that there's some stuff that you protect. You're like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, let's make fun of these dumb gays putting their dumb shit on Twitter. But then the minute someone's like, I think the X-Men are kind of stupid. I'm like, well, you don't. I don't know if you've actually done the research Yeah, you mm-hmm. need to do to talk about this subject. Like, it's just dumb superhero capitalistic movies. I'm like, that's a little different. They are a marginalized group. They actually represent a lot of the people who we are trying to actively protect right now. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, you bring up a, a theme of this podcast, which is, is it bad to like stuff at all? That's oh. right. And and it's a, <laughs> it's an ongoing debate, an ongoing conversation um, um, among us and our guests. And I do think you're, well, let's, do you think it's good or bad to like stuff? I am, I'm such a huge fan of liking stuff. In yeah. fact, if you are a person who works in the comedy space. If you are a person, if you are a PLC, a person of the comedic experience. <laughs> I, I, oh my God. Yes. So keep going. That's what I identify yes, as. Describe you, me. Yeah. If you, yeah. If you, if, even if you're like kind of marginally comedic, even, even if you don't really know, but you always knew you weren't not comedic, 
Um, I say you better have something that's more interesting than that shit I see on stage or on your fucking Instagram all the time. You better have something you fucking like or else I feel for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot. Right. Come on. I think I love you. It's <laughs> mm, no, if you don't have, if like, if you really, if you can't say, oh, I, if you're not one of those people who doesn't have a specific thing you're either very good at or very passionate about, I don't trust you at all. Well, Jay, right. count, counterpoint, um, mm-hmm. you have to consider when you like stuff openly, you're opening yourself up to attack from cool people uh, from who cool might people not who like don't that give stuff. A fuck. Listen, <laughs> and I think that a lot of those cool people, you want to know a secret, Sam? Okay. They be liking stuff, too. No. I, this <laughs> is... <laughs> Do you know what? Here's the thing. Well, You'll sometimes see these people that are so cool and they don't like anything, and then they will let it slip that they like something. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it'll be the dumbest fucking bullshit <laughs> you've ever heard. It'll be like it'll be like someone who has literally shit on everything you've ever liked, whose entire personality is being cynical and negative, and then you'll find out they like skateboarding. Oh, and and not even skateboard moves, like just the idea. Yeah, just skateboarding i'll be like oh you like what you like like longboard how you ride you ride goofy what you been working on you what's your grab what like what your grabs looking like what's happening what parks you go to like, yeah, nah. yeah. <laughs> i just like the concept i'm like oh you like you generally like skateboarding yeah no they've only seen okay. the disney channel movie brink <laughs> and that was in line that was in line skating <laughs> oh it was it was in line skating you're right you're right right Eric Von what, wasn't there a skating the skateboarding wow. one uh uh johnny uh, tsunami he learned johnny how to snowboard, snowboard because he was a good surfer there was yeah. brink with eric von detten there was not a skateboarding one the mm. uh disney Channel. well thank you for game. for calling me in about that error well you, i don't want those people who like brink yeah. online to attack you because exactly. they are powerful exactly. Yeah, the Brink stands. When you upset the Brink stands, the Brink army comes yeah. for you in yeah. a way that is They come intense. in droves and in line. <laughs> yeah, BTS huh. army found dead because Brink yeah, army true. killed them. The Brink <laughs> army. See, all right, Sam. God. Sometimes you guys invoke names. Do you understand how dark magic works? Like, don't. don't I know. We do not it. want. If you're part of the BTS army. We love you. We, we love, love you. you. And I mean that unironically. <laughs> Uh, and completely earnest. You know what? I like BTS so much. I'll even stand Halsey for BTS. Oh, wait. Uh, you know, I've always liked Halsey. Well, is I, she related to them somehow? Well, she they did they did a song together, and then people kind of made fun of her, and then the army attacked the people that were kind of making fun of her. Do you know, Halsey. Let me tell you something, Halsey. Everyone is always so mean to her. I feel like she has done nothing but put herself out there. She dated G Easy, y'all. Let I didn't her. Know that. Yes, that's. Who, just, isn't he now dating someone else? Yes, he is Who dating. Is he's dating another famous woman. I don't know. I know his name is Gerald. So yes, that's, Gerald. Is he dating like Cara Delevingne? No, she wouldn't. I don't think she would. Her contract wasn't up. She wouldn't go back for that. Oh my god, no! It's literally. You know, I was actually close. It's Ashley Benson. Oh, <gasps> mess. Who broke up with Cara Delevy and I guess for G Easy? Are you? Why would you? Wow. Oh, wow. I guess he's also dated Lana Del Rey. Whoa. A long, long time ago. That's kind of fun. That is kind of fun. You know, you know what? I, 
I don't understand his appeal as a lover. Wait, hold on. I'm going to look at photos of him because all these people look the same. He plays in a space that's somewhere between rockabilly and like yeah. current rap star. Yeah, mm. it's it's almost like if you're gonna go with this person, either go in one direction and get yourself a Mark Ronson. Yes. Or go yeah. in the other direction and get yourself a um machine gun Kelly. Yeah, see? <laughs> yes, he is what he is man. Very astute, Nail George. Very astute. Because Machine Gun Kelly is currently dating. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. And I what? love that. Yes. You guys, this is, one, this is a gossip podcast. Two, this you is a gossip really, podcast. <laughs> you yeah, are really guys, today. We're, oh, we didn't gonna... like shit. We love petty yeah. gossip. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my darkest uh, hours, you know, in that, like, you know, when you're, like, just recently, like, out and you're, like, confused about what kind of gay you're going to be. I When I was in that era, I read Perez Hilton all the time. Okay. I do remember reading Perez Hilton, yeah. All right. And it was so, like, sometimes I'll see a celebrity and I'll be like, wait, why do I know a ton about oh. that person? Yes. And I'm like, oh, because of that two-year period where I read a lot of Perez Hilton. The thing about Perez Hilton, and this is going to sound... Like, it's just kind of like something I made up. Black people never trusted him <laughs> because any celebrity, any person who's celebrity adjacent that always makes fun of celebrities, they always use Oprah in a way that's not like anti-capitalist because they're still trying to make money off of it. So like whenever Kathy Griffin would make fun of Oprah, whenever he would make fun of Oprah, every black person, even queer black people would be like, oh. I ain't with this. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have to say, like, mm. other people, like, you know, one of my problematic faves, Joan Rivers, I, I think, had a, a, a strain of that it's as a well. Way to, it's, yeah, and I, like, and I love Joan Rivers, but it is a way to get their mammy jokes out and their, like, yeah. black iconography, like, figure jokes out and, like, how fat is she and, like, why she ain't, why she's not hood enough. It's, like, a weird obsession with it, these black women. It's weird, that yeah. Gossip mags have to because they're like, well, she's, I mean, she's, she's up, she's famous enough that I have to like take her down a peg. And I'm like, historically, though, I don't right. know if people, you know, people also do that. I think, I mean, in a different way, but people also do that with Tyra Banks, where oh. people get very comfortable just being like, Tyra, yeah, she looks, like, you know, like it's yeah. just like, right. I right. think Let's you, have to, you have to focus on the fact that she was a torture chamber mistress. For what we dubbed a reality TV show. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's what you focus on. Tyra would go to a mall, collect a bunch of 5'10 women, and then about three weeks in after kidnapping them, change their looks. And she would say, what do you want? And they go, oh, if I had to change anything... I probably like my hair could be like a little shorter and she'd be like hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Take the bags off of their fucking heads. Uh... Yeah. American yeah, Next really... Model was saw, but American with Next... <laughs> it, does, it puts V for Vendetta to shame. It's like that scene in V for Vendetta where they're shaving Natalie Portman's head, but then they also continue and, Put like bright red hair extensions that and, like, they, like, her in her too. Her hair. And, <laughs> and, then, and then they go, wait a second. Uh, you see that cue card from? It's like how many yards away? Yeah, can you read that? 
oh, you can't. We're going to make fun of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Whenever they would, when the joke would be that they couldn't read, it would make me so uncomfortable. What are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Tyra was like, I came up in this industry full of bullies like Janice Dickinson and Naomi Campbell, and I would never bully a dumb bitch like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the worst by far was the the blackface challenge. It was oh, like pose as uh, someone. In, listen, I can't, in a different race. Yeah. The, the reason I can't make fun of America's Next Time Model enough is because if I go, I have to go back and like watch the tapes because there will be people that go, but in her defense, and I'm like, you don't have to defend this reality too. This okay. This, here's another gripe that I have. That's when people don't understand that it's okay to look at the aughts and go, wow, that was bucked up you don't yeah. have to fight for them they made the money it's fine you could be like that was someone today was like this episode of the parkers uh, they're dealing with a little bit of transphobia i was like yeah i believe it <laughs> it's tough it's tough i 100 yeah. I, like, I mean i really do think so much of it was people did not want to deal with the fact that we were waging a war <laughs> and so all of the all of the toxicity came out through literally America's Next Top Model. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was like, it's like Freudian. It's like, is, it, is it direct? Like, so you, I mean, it's you, like when you suppress something, when you suppress something, so then it comes out in kind of like maybe unhealthy, uh, you so, know. Okay, so to the class, George posits, his treatise is that uh, post 9-11 nationalism and Americana yeah, it culminated in Tyra Banks <laughs> waterboarding these poor women. I mean, in what the was it? Bay that was reality TV. I mean, listen, Jay, you brought this. I, what What is America's Next Top Model other than a stylized reenactment of all the atrocities we committed abroad? <laughs> oh my god! Oh you know my what? god! You know what? I see that. I yeah. see that. And to piggyback and dovetail off of that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's also uh, like the, the the aesthetics of it, just kind of like, what if Annie Leibovitz was, um, you know, a young gay guy? <laughs> like, just like the photos are so, I mean. So bad. It's so bad. I was never good at figuring out who was doing well right exactly well they also chose photos for it's like yeah they literally for some of them chose the good photos and for the other Uh, ones they chose the bad photos it's like this is your best shot and it's like her picking her nose it's like actually maybe that wasn't her best shot (laughs) (laughs) this is your best shot well i mean the lens cap is on and (laughs) a real model would have told us (laughs) That's true. She always uh, found a way to blame those girls. A um, real mom. <laughs> should we? We're yes. like almost forty minutes in. I know. We should I know. Do our first to, segment. Let's let's get our first segment out of the damn way, and All then right. we can dive into our topic. Sam, take it away. Okay, Jay. This segment is called Straight Shooters, and we just ask you a series of rapid fire questions, basically this or this, and you just okay. have to pick one of the things, and it's to sort of gauge your familiarity I with straight culture, and it see. also makes no sense. To see what I'm wearing. This is like, it's, it's not really like that, but it's just like, that's like a boob window. 
<laughs> Tits yeah. out. Now, just to recap, I have unbuttoned my pants and Jay has flashed his breasts. Well, See? I have to pee really bad. So that's <laughs> Again? Kind of a, I know. I always chug water before these things. and then Damn, I'm, You're insane. But you I, can, can... <laughs> I can hold it this time. Okay. Okay, okay, go. Okay, segment starts now. Okay, Jay. Walmart or Wall Street? Walmart. Fancy soaps or fancy candles? Fancy soap. Um, saying drag race is gay sports or saying Halloween is gay Christmas? Oh my god, Halloween is gay Christmas. <laughs> having a dog wedding or having a half birthday party for your daughter, Stella? Dog wedding, because of the sound cue. <laughs> um, okay, fishing for compliments or fishing for fish? I don't know you guys, when? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for the listeners at home, Jay just showed us his incredible pecs again. Cleavage, I would say. <laughs> um, Jay, chinos, corduroys, khakis, joggers, slacks, or cargo pants? Joggers with Adidas Ultra Boost, yes. Well, okay, wow, we <laughs> okay. are... Wait, I have one more. Fuckboy um, pants. Mm. Jay, LGBTQ or normal? <laughs> Normal. <laughs> okay, Jay. The store Banana Republic or a literal Banana Republic? Oh, my God. A literal Banana... No, the store Banana Republic. <laughs> okay, Congratulations. awesome. How many electoral votes uh, did he get? I would say he won the popular vote, but <laughs> lost the electoral vote. Oh, no. <laughs> Just like my idol, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Today, all I've been doing is go 11 plus 6... 11 plus 6. 11, 11 plus 20? 11, I know. It 11 is. 11 plus 6. It, 11 it, plus it really 16? Does. 11. <laughs> but just 11? Yeah. It does make you think, like, adding is harder than you think. <laughs> like, the amount of times I had to, like, put it into the browser, put, like, an addition into the browser rather than just doing it in my head was... Slightly embarrassing. I mean, maybe Carly Kloss is right that we do need more STEM education. <laughs> I mean, this has definitely shown, voting has shown that simple counting is one of the hardest things that one can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Literally, yeah. Even before we do addition, like just counting is up there with you rocket science. You can only make an abacus so big. That is so <laughs> true. <laughs> How am I supposed to know how many people here if I don't have representations as beans? How? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> how? Do you think how? they have like for election workers they have like a training where they teach them how to count beans? Oh, <laughs> uh, I think there is a day. I've heard people tell horror stories about being a poll worker, and thank you for working very hard for us. Uh, but I've heard stories about like how it's like a tutorial, but like the worst, like. Because it's that weird middle part of like government work where it's not, yeah, it's not glamorous at all. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's dark. Every time I have to renew my CPR certification, I like I know what they probably have to go through. That's a day. Where it's like, okay, how, how many times have you performed CPR in real life or on like those babies? Real life. <laughs> real life. <laughs> Oh, I was because on those babies, like four times, and, <laughs> and the adults in real life, never. And one time, my boyfriend 
at a dinner was choking and I didn't do the Heimlich. And then he just he just threw it up. So it was oh, like oh, how romantic. Yeah, it was <laughs> That's really sweet. That's really That's sweet, really Jay. Sweet. That's such a sweet story. Well, yeah, I mean, he he's going to make the night about him. So it's just <laughs> so Jay, was this at a restaurant? This was at a restaurant. It was at a And he threw up on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are so good at being non-codependent, you know. <laughs> my boyfriend, if I were choking, he'd probably get up, try to, you know, smush it out of me because I'm all, I'm so needy. But <laughs> but your boyfriend says, hey, "Don't help, I got this." <laughs> yeah, I li- yeah, I literally turned into a dog parent. I was like, "What is in there?" No, <laughs> putting no. your fingers down his throat. He swallowed the bone again. Just let him. He'll poop it out. <laughs> yeah, I said no, ma'am, today outside with my dog. <laughs> I've said no ma'am absolutely not and at <laughs> one time on a po- on a poop walk I was like oh so you think I'm stupid <laughs> <laughs> today I saw a woman walking her dog and the dog smelled some like shoes on the street and she was like oh I don't think you need new shoes and I was like oh my god you need to chill out like <laughs> it did is- she do that for you I wonder maybe it was a performance because she, I was in earshot, but it was crazy. I what? I mean, the craziest performance I've witnessed recently while walking my dog. There was a couple in like a very, very heated argument, and they like walked past us, and it was just like a loud personal fight, and I was just like, "You ain't even gonna register that I'm right here. Like y'all don't gotta." Yeah, I That's love a, when that you happens. Someone who, how do you guys feel about fighting in in public? Well, in New York City, you have to. I think I think public fights are very straight. That's that's what. This, yes. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, it's, straight I, people I, like to fight in public. They don't. It's. I mean, straight people like to live out loud in general because they, yes. they PDA in public harder than any couple on earth. You know what you see a lot. The hand not in the pocket, like down the pants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just I'm, from, I'm from Mississippi, and you used to see that all, like, like down there. <laughs> <laughs> if your hand isn't inside someone's crack, oh my god, you, you do come. not love each other. What, what are you doing? First of all, this and this is pre March 2020. Hmm. So like, you just I, once again, I don't kink shame, but you just no. you just. You're going to touch other stuff. And yeah, I, there's a sense that um, I, I do think because uh, straight people did not have to grow up it, with a concept of the closet, the border between private and public is very confusing <laughs> to them. Oh, so you oh, have yeah. to sometimes remind them like, no, sweetie. It's, yeah, we, that's for private. That is, the street, like, it's the TikToks when the woman's like, this room is a mess, but I'm going to clean it up for my man. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't, ma'am, you don't have to show us this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also, I think, what led to um, things like open concept kitchens and open <laughs> offices. It's yeah. this it's this confusion. Straight people are like, why do you need boundaries? Everything's uh, fine, right? And it's uh, like, nothing has ever been fine. You need walls. <laughs> oh, yes. Compartmentalize everything. Right. And it's good to do that. We're even doing it on the Zoom. You see how exactly. this works? You want us just bleeding into each other's Zooms? No. no. 
You know, I think this actually is a great segue to today's topic. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. Now, 47 minutes in. <laughs> this is We haven't uh, waited this long to start the topic in a while. I love it. J- yeah. Jay, you came in guns literally a-blazing um, with an incredible topic idea. Please tell the listeners what it is. It was, it was hats. But specifically, hats. Yeah. a cap. A cap, which you are wearing. Which I am wearing. I'm wearing a cap. Uh, I think this forward to the side, even backwards, yeah. it's, it's pretty straight. It's straight. Do you think there's a kind of hanky code when it comes to how straight men wear their oh, hats? Yes, 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 yes. I yeah. get a bit of a tutorial. Okay, yes. And and remember, Jay, this is the listeners can't see you. You, de- you <laughs> describe what I'm doing. George. Okay, so Jay is pushing the sides of the of the cap towards the center the brim. in an, in the order brim. to create the, yes the it's called brim. A, it's Thank called you. a brim it's called a brim okay yeah and so <laughs> sorry english is my second language oh my god and so that it is, is like he's playing with the foreskin of the cat <laughs> oh my god <laughs> is this the, <laughs> the brim, the brim is bent <laughs> George is like, sorry, straight is a second language. <laughs> <laughs> you straights and your accessories. I mean, I sorry, I have to say, brim is one of those words that I couldn't have told you if you hadn't primed, <laughs> primed me. <laughs> so what you're doing basically is taking the brim and making it into kind of an upside down U shape. Oh yeah, very yeah, yeah. tight. So okay, so now that everyone has that image in their head, what does that signify? This lets people know a few things. Number one, this hat is mine. My mm. hat. You see my grip on this? Mine. This is my hat. Number two, this hat is loved. All right. You don't do this on a hat you feel so-so about. Right. Yes. Number three, this hat is for protecting me from the sun. I have a ring light here. It'll it'll function as a sun because I gain nutrients from it. But I'm getting (laughs) blocked. I'm blocking the sunlight. You are blocking it. it, and you're blocking it from various different angles. And it, yes. no matter if the sun's coming from your right or your left or, or the top, you know your head is fully submerged in the shade. All it's right. complete coverage. Yes, and okay. So when you do that, it also let it's a signal to other to straight people. Oh. And sometimes, mm. and sometimes it can start to play within like a space that's uh, uh, cultural and ethnic for a long, 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 long time. A brim, a brim that was bent was it was kind of a work hat. If the brim was flat, it was a bit showier. So then you would have a lot of people in black and brown communities have very flat bills, like a flat bill on a yeah. snapback hat. That signified kind of you could guess what they might be listening to, what they might like. But then around 2000 and I want to say 12 or maybe 13, what happened is that Drake, Aubrey Graham, Drake, he had a couple of lyrics where he was like brim bent. He talked about like wearing a dad cap. And so then they came back into like black and brown communities as a way to take back this thing that we had kind of categorized as white. So now a a good cap, a good cap can be worn by people of all different backgrounds. If you're straight. Um, All because of Drake. All because of Drake. And I think, and uh, the American Midwest and farmers, but mostly Drake. 
Well, definitely that motion that you were doing when you were curving it, I like it. I felt like you were like you could easily be leaning on your pickup truck, like after oh. a hard day's work. I was it's, like, also it's... in in baseball, if you don't bend it, people will like talk about you. Oh man, this is this is gonna sound. I don't. This is how insidious racism is. At one point, when like black guys weren't bending their brims a lot, white guys would be like, "Oh, you won't even bend. You won't even bend the brim of that hat." It's like a a dog whistle about mm-hmm. like black culture. It was just, ugh. it's a lot. George is speechless. Uh, no, here's here's <laughs> what I here's what I want to say because you talked about the uh, you know a bent brim going from white culture to black culture what i want to know is the other side of things because i feel like it are you asking if white people have taken anything from black culture no 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 (laughs) (laughs) specifically uh, surely they have not specifically (laughs) there is i would say there was a time when white people started adopting the flat brim oh yes 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 and i'm wondering who the drake was for that Oh wow! For that, for the other side of things, is what I'm asking. Who was the? I feel Elvis? like it was like skate, like I, I, that's what skaters? I was gonna say. Skate, skaters, yeah, yeah. I could see that. It was probably skaters because there was some like crossover within like community groups. I think that like anytime now you see a hat because like they used to, people would call them flat bills. Like anytime you see like a flat bill, that's like a choice. Because where does it put you timeline-wise when you see a flat bill? I'm in the, like, I'm around 2008, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it'll put (laughs) anything on, like, a flat bill, I feel that. If we're sticking on, like, baseball caps for for the moment, uh, just, like, how gay people wear them in, like, to appear straight. Like, I feel like it's a very, it's such a porn thing to, like... like cocky boys it <laughs> like, <laughs> like i think well because there is like the specific porn imagery of somebody turning their hat backwards to suck dick that's that, that's <laughs> ketchup? Never. i have seen this before i have seen that move is the the hat turned around that's the girl ponytail because <laughs> girls will like do the pantomime ponytail to like go down on people um I I agree with that. I think it's also just like you're like no. I'm gonna <laughs> no. I'm listen, Sam. If you're telling me you can't suck dick with a hat on, I'm just gonna tell you I beg to differ. But <laughs> <laughs> you never you never been to the beach. <laughs> I don't. Wait, I hold on. Having a hat on the the you know front facing, I do think it would be difficult to suck a dick. Well, it depends on how uh, you know like, how deep you're trying to take the dick, I guess. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, Jay, Jay kind of will just give a little kiss. And, and this is how blowjobs work, right? And he's just barely grazing it because he's never done it without a hat. I mean, you could, you just lift it up further, you know. Hey, it's, actually, it's actually we're the first people telling Jay, you know. Jay, you could take off your hat when you're giving I mean, a blowjob. Well, no, I don't want to be you get a lot courteous. <laughs> you can really get in there. <laughs> you are just dealing with dicks that are so large that, in fact, you have to wear a hat. Otherwise, yeah. it might smack the back of your throat. You need some sort of stopgap. Yeah, yeah exactly. otherwise, you don't want to stop. <laughs> uh, the hat actually... 
<laughs> it's a safety device. It's yeah, a safety it, device. It yeah. it's, 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 it's actually protection. You know how dogs have to wear cones? Like, <laughs> that's what I had for you when you're sucking it's a dick. Like, oh, man, you lucky. Oh, boy. Why I oughta. I also think there's like a whimsy. You got to be able to pull off yeah. a hat, too. That's enough. like if I turn this around, it's it's like got like a leather strap. So uh-huh. like it's nicer than like some other hats. But then I have like I have like a Lululemon hat. Oh, I have this. I have this Adidas hat. Oh, and everyone who loves me hates this fucking hat. It is, <laughs> it's beat up. It is denim. It is. It's a been denim through Adidas it. hat. Oh yeah. Wow. I listen. I didn't know I was gonna be uh, now a denim Adidas hat does say to me J Lo era Jennifer Lopez. Oh no! See, I got it. Want to say two years ago, and. This is I'm gonna get in trouble. I got it at Urban, bleh. but <laughs> I know I'm not cool. I am say it with me, 32. And so I like got it, and they're like, Do you want these chunky felos? I was like, no, those look lame. Let me get this a hat. And they're like, okay. Um <laughs> I have to say, good call on that one, because those lasted for six months. Oh total. my god. The rise yeah. and fall of those the is- rise and of chunky ugly sneakers it just i i listen i get what some people were trying to do oh, me too and i actually thought they looked cool i was not like always against them and i understand that it was like all because of the balenciaga sneaker whatever i get yeah. it but it, it was one of those things that was so clear that it was gonna last exactly six months oh yes the when whenever people took off their chunky filas i feel like they were like Okay, I don't got these no more. <laughs> every time, every time they would wear them, they would the implication would be like, "Is this still okay?" Yeah, and then at some point it wasn't. They would, they would be like, "Wait a second, so you, okay, so you're not playing any Charlie? I'm taking these off. <laughs> I'm taking them off." And um, have you, Jay, always been able to wear a hat? <sighs> wow. Okay. I'm, oh. I, you know, this podcast is known to cut to the core of people. We've had multiple people cry, so don't be ashamed. These if- are okay. So I grew <laughs> up with a very large head, as you guys can see. I got like a big old. I got like a big skull. Like my wisdom teeth came in. Plenty of room. Wow. Uh, no, yeah, I have an extra one. Every like, I just got. I had a. I had a big head. Even when I was a little kid, I looked like a little lollipop. <laughs> and so. I've always had a big head. I've been self-conscious about it. That's also part of the reason why I work out is to like help deal with like proportion issues that might be body dysmorphia. And so like wearing hats, I didn't know if I was always going to even get the chance to wear a hat. But then I realized my head is like a normal size adult head. It was just big for kids. So Mm. I started wearing hats. The first hat I ever bought was a White Sox hat. It was two-toned, a Chicago White Sox hat. I wore it with an oversized G-Unit shirt, <laughs> jean shorts, and a pair of Air Force Ones with a do-rag under the flat bill hat wow. to a football game. And one of my friend's mom 
LaRose Hunter, Courtney Hunter's mom, saw me and said, Jay, what you doing dressed out here like a little gangster? And I was like, Mr. Hunter, uh, don't tell my mom, because I definitely changed into that on the way to the game. <laughs> wow. It was, kind of rever- it was like the reverse kind of high school uh, girl trend where it's like, I'm going to change out. I'm going to change the shorter skirt when I get to school. When I went to that football game, I was like, man, I'm going to kill him with this do-rag. Um, it just looked, wearing a do-rag out just looks like you are still in the process of getting ready. I love, listen, I love black people and I love y'all so much, but sometimes when we wear a do-rag out, you have to tell white people it's on purpose because they'll be like, oh, you go, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I have a memory. Well, I do think it's one of those articles of clothing that is about how it's about confidence. Oh, yes. Uh, you know what's the most confident you could be with the do-rag? This is about hats, but hats and do-rags do go oh, together very well. Whenever, yeah. I'm, I may be talking to the wrong crowd, but when the cape is down, yeah. when the cape is down on the do-rag and it's like flowing through the wind, <laughs> it's majesty. It's majestic. <laughs> Yeah, what if we both had really, really strong opinions about do rags? <laughs> I'd be like, wow, How, like <laughs> you guys have dated have a round. <laughs> That's the I, first thing I would say. I do think this is in no way a do rag, but I do remember. You have a headscarf. No, no, no. I wanted so badly to be able to pull off. Do you remember, like, in literally 2000 2000- or like 1999 through 2003, like bandanas were th- something that people oh, wore. Like, yes. I wanted so badly to be able to pull off like a white bandana. Which way? Which way? Just like all, covering my entire head. Wow. wow. Full on. Or, or you know what this is? Actually, no, 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 that's wrong. Like maybe as a headband. Like okay. the way that like NSYNC would wear them. I was going to say oh. you, all white, white bandana covering everything. That's very Backstreet Boys millennium. Of That's what yes. I'm thinking. Yeah. The yes. reference was, the reference was boy band. I think it is. I think Howie or AJ might be wearing one. Possibly Nick. AJ. AJ, was yeah, the, I, he was the bandana uh, queen. Wait, Sam, you were going to say something. Oh, uh, I was just, you know, I was going to talk about <laughs> like hats in general. I feel like I didn't wear them until New York. And oh. I feel like it's because like I used to be a real purist about like I don't wear like extras like I'm I'm basics and like that's it. And then right. I was like, oh, like when you're walking around, you want to be like like you can't be like in a car anymore. So you want to put like something on to like be hidden a little bit. Oh, there is a there is a beauty in at least like the projection of fame. If you go hat, this hoodie, glasses, yes, anywhere fast, the anonymity is what you enjoy. To me, the the most glamorous thing you can be is a celebrity at an airport. (laughs) And to me, what you're describing says I'm a celebrity at the airport, and I'm making my way to the secret celebrity exit at LAX. Oh, yes. Cause you know, there's a secret celebrity exit, but yes. you're on your way from the plane to that exit. So it's like the two seconds you have. And I'm, you know what? I won't say who told me this, but someone I know who works in fashion recently told me that they like, will, let's say you're working at like Prada, you will plan a paparazzi encounter with a celebrity, like holding a Prada bag at the airport and so that's kind of like the two seconds when you are have already planned this paparazzi interaction on your way to the secret exit. I appreciate every part of that. As a person who isn't 
famous, but I am the most famous person from my high school class. So Ugh, you're so lucky. You are so Wait, lucky. I can you, Sam? I've got uh I went to high school with Jeremy O'Harris. <laughs> well, I'm my bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really had oh, it in the wow. bag for that's a while. Tough. That's tough. And you were the you were like the only two gays, right? Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's a tough one, Sam. It's a tough one. <laughs> I mean <laughs> damn. Oh my god. My boyfriend's <laughs> one of his teachers was Lance Bass's mom. But that's not <laughs> Yeah, you know, there was a, mo- a point when, you know, Jeremy and I, we were neck and neck, and it really felt like, okay, it's anyone's game. And then, you know, it turned and it's like, okay, I will never be that. <laughs> I think you, you won fair and square. <laughs> I could see Jeremy because Jeremy is tall. I could see him being one of those people that had like a giant growth spurt one summer and then came back and was like, "I'm tall now." <laughs> well, I moved there at like in middle of high school, so oh, I, I didn't oh, see his growth spurt. Okay, these are some important important distinctions. I have to say, I'm always so like, there are people I went to college with that are so successful and incredibly wealthy and all this stuff, and I always it would never cross my mind to send something to the alumni magazine, but. One time, and I never opened it, but one time I opened it because I was because it I it, it I saw it in my mailbox, and I <laughs> the, the, they were interviewing this guy who had started a podcast with his mom about sex, and I was like, okay, well I can do that. Like I can like that's like I thought I was competing with literally like I mean I went to college with like the founder of Snapchat, like I you know I thought I was competing with like these people, like yeah I can start a podcast with my mom like if that's what it takes to be profile in the alumni magazine uh, oh. I, I went to two big old southern state schools for college they don't like when you have like top tier nfl prospects and stuff when you yeah. when you have the blind side old miss cares a little less did you go to old miss i went to old miss and then for grad school i went to alabama so yeah well i mean i have to say old miss i literally to me, it is the blind side. Oh, oh! <laughs> I don't know anything about sports, so like for me, Ole Miss. I just imagine Kathy Bates being like, "Oh, Miss." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do want to say one thing, Jay, and we are. Uh, I, I'm conscious of time, but because you mentioned the South and because you mentioned the rural, that's how we uh, the caps. I like ethos, this full circle. I yeah, I want you to sound off, if you will, on cowboy hats. Cowboy hats. I think okay. Um, cowboy hats are statement pieces. Cowboy hats, certain places are what you wear when you want to look nice. I, that is, people don't get it. No, I know a, that is so. That's the thing that some that people, I didn't understand until later in life. Like it is a dressy. I did not understand food. this. I'm learning this right now. Some, if you see a cowboy hat and a bolo tie, you might be at a wedding. Oh, yes, people don't know. People don't know up here. Wow, it's fancy on purpose. There are, and which is really funny because uh, actual cowboys, like ranch hands, and like actual people that were cattle drivers. There was a lot of black and brown people when it first started off. The first cowboys were black and brown. Uh, cowboy iconography throughout like time in America has shifted in. It's all very like John Wayne, Marble Man, like white men in cowboy hats. 
But I think cowboy hats are cool every now and then. If you wear a cowboy hat every day, uh, you take away its power, much like my tweets. So you <laughs> you need to choose when you want to wear your cowboy hat. Do you think Lady Gaga's Joanne era, you know... Uh, I'm always making a face. Uh, if you were a consultant, a hat consultant, how what would you have told her? Um... A pink cowboy hat is playing with a few things. We look at it from a gender standpoint. We look at it from like something that's frilly and pink, but something that's kind of like masculine, also hardworking. Just from an image standpoint, she knows what she's doing as far as like a silhouette and like a very important piece. There's nothing drawing focus away from that hat in that particular on that particular cover i don't it's it's a lot of it's a mix of a lot of stuff yeah as far as an idea a <laughs> the culture is not focused it's, it's not clear yeah i mean with it's <laughs> i hate to be this person but it's a hat on a hat uh, <laughs> It's wow. a hat on a hat, it's a hat on, on a top hat. of a hat that passed away and we respect it, but also the restaurant oh. is a hat. Like there's a yeah. lot of Wow. That is uh, a great in way. In many of ways, it. every decision Lady Gaga has ever made is a hat. It's a it's just a matter of how many hats on hats she currently has. But see, yeah. I wanna say that my introduction to Stephanie was uh was like like red one, like Gaga, like it was like it, I, I was. I'm a lot of people can't be like, oh, I was there when the Big Bang happened, but I'm like, like dog, we was partying to it was college for me. We yeah. were drinking to this music. Do you, yes. people don't get it? They go, yeah. oh, well, this helped me. No, no, no. This was just party music. You know, That's literally all it was. Colby Adonis was on the song. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the keys? I lost my phone. That's it. There was nothing deeper. It's literal. You're it's fully like, where are my keys? So I have lost my phone. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to just let everyone know whenever like if I can be Aslan, don't speak to me about the old magic, witch. I was there when it was created. Like, it's yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, I remember being in college and actually being able to see into the future, and I could <laughs> I could say to myself, "Can you believe I'm in college when these songs are coming out right now?" I remember <laughs> thinking that, <laughs> being like, oh, "This is great." <laughs> Do you think this is what people that are in college now feel about like BTS featuring Halsey? No, <laughs> like, you can know, you believe we're they, in college when BTS featuring Halsey is out? They feel that passionately about. I guess they do. They do much more so than we did about Gaga probably. emo rap and stuff. Like there, it's it's whatever song is on TikTok the most. Whenever you open it, like that's a song that they like. Are yeah, dreams about. by uh, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Um, You're gonna be like, oh, you mean the cranberry juice? Song? <laughs> I, love, I love the cranberry juice song. That's the cranberries, right? They sing zombie. It's like, no, no, no. That's a different thing. That's a different thing. They're like, oh, yes, yes, yes. You're right. 
Uh, well, I think we have. I think it's time for our final segment because I know we I don't literally know. go forever. And, I have well, to say. but I have to ask a question. So, do either of you two find cowboy hats mm. sexy or caps sexy? I think uh, cowboy hats are extremely hot. That is, a, uh, you know, I can fetishize just about anything these days, and some sort of like, <laughs> yeah, a western like being on the ranch, like sucking us. <laughs> Sucking a, dick Sucking a dick on the ranch. On Sucking the ranch. a dick on the ranch okay. is is truly sounds incredible. Um, you know how they that like there's you know like advertising copy for you know like a scent <laughs> or like a new product or something, and it's like just vibing on there. It's like you writing advertising copies like you're on the ranch sucking dick. <laughs> You feel complete, whole, free, and horny. <laughs> and everyone's like, Sam, what is this? It <laughs> this is not relatable. Is amazing. Oh my God. The demographics you're wow. reaching. Sam, how did you know? How did you know that's what we needed? We need to make this sexier, but also Republican. And you said sucking dick. On a ranch, number one, Republicans love ranch. They love ranches. That's true. Yeah, I, I, uh, I do think sucking dick on a ranch is the most bipartisan <laughs> image I can really conjure. I'm here to bridge the gap. And when we talk about the making the country less red and blue and more purple, what I'm imagining is everyone sucking dick on a ranch. Sucking dick, and that means everyone has land, and we redistribute the land. Yeah. Right, exactly. It is it is wealth redistribution. Sucking dick on a ranch implies wealth redistribution. It implies a it implies racial justice. It implies <laughs> full on socialism. It implies uh, the people not only respecting but validating sex work. Uh, validating we're not, sex we're work. Not kink shaming. No kink shaming. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, the big social media platforms are, uh, are, um, what's the word? Deprivatized, <laughs> nationalized. Deprivatize those platforms and put your privacy in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> Sucking dick. Everything, everything is collectively owned and operated. There are no more banks. Yes. This we is, get a UBI, but not in like the libertarian way and the in the like good way. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think this is what Ang Lee was trying to get across when he <laughs> directed Back Mountain. People yeah. don't talk. About People don't talk about that. that. People don't talk about that. A, that the movie actually launched the Bernie campaign. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. We have to do our final segment. Okay. We I have to pee so okay, bad. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. What's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to Rachel Maddow. Rachel, babe. You are a clown. <laughs> I did not get over it. I hadn't I hadn't seen this woman in years. And I watched her on election night. Well, let me tell you something. The only thing she didn't do is get out of her desk and start doing a hoedown. There the, this is a this is theatrics at its finest. This is someone that has an five advanced degrees in theater and and cut her teeth in the alternative cabaret scene. This is someone who I, I mean, I, it, it, she puts every comedian we know to shame. She doesn't need to have something to say. Nothing has made me more pessimistic about American culture than watching her speak. And that is why this week I want to give a shout out to my girl, Rachel Maddow. Woo! <laughs> okay, that um, makes me think of, I've got one. Okay, great. What's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to my girl who I spent election night with. 
Kristen Stewart. I have been watching the Twilight films instead of uh, paying attention to the election, and they are so awful, and I don't understand why Kristen Stewart is famous. She is completely regular in my mind. There is nothing happening there. And and um, even she, uh, like, acting, it's just like, uh, it's one note. And it's like, what has she been in that's, like, good? I'm sorry. Kristen Stewart, girl, you are out there, and you are living your best life. You did it. You got famous, and, and that's all we can hope for. Um, and, and sometimes you just gotta be a plain girl. Good oh girl. God. <laughs> Am I being mean? Woo. <laughs> Woo. Um, <laughs> Sam, did you not know that Kristen Stewart won a French Oscar for Clouds of Sils Maria starring Juliette Binoche? George, if you come in here with this highbrow intellectual stuff, I, I can't host a podcast with you. Like <laughs> French. I just, wanna, I just want to give a quick shout out to the movie Personal Shopper starring Kristen Stewart. Where <laughs> she gives an extremely layered performance in a film that takes place in France. And that's not even the one she won a French Oscar for. And so that's all I'll say about that. Oh, okay. wow. Wow. Okay. Jay, you're up. This I re- I love the duality presented. So I'm gonna do okay. I'll do like this. What's up, y'all? This is Jay Jordan. I'm here to make a big old shout out to two of my favorite girls, the front desk workers at the New York Sports Club on 125th Street. <laughs> What's up? I went to this location. It is four flights up, and you can only use the elevator, which definitely makes sense at a gym. I just want to say, one time I saw a person come in and ask could they cancel their membership, and the woman said, yeah, wait a minute. And I love the fact that they always tell you the truth. They were on the phone call, and one time in front of me, a lady said, that don't got nothing to do with us over here. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? She's right. It don't. It don't have nothing to do with us over here. They're always reminding people to wear their masks properly, and they always make you take your temperature. One time I came in, my temperature was like 96.3, and they're like, nah, it's too low. It's because you just came from outside, baby. We want you to see warm up. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. I was outside, and it was cold. So shout out to the front desk workers, specifically the two ladies I see every afternoon at the New York Sports Club on 125th Street. You guys make my day. Woo! And I just want to say, front desk workers everywhere. I mean, yes, what, especially it's now. One of our most vibrant communities. I oh. I want to know how they voted as a block. <laughs> <laughs> if we gave them time off, Damn. yes, truth, it's true. Whew. Well, okay, Jay, Sam really has. I to have pee. to be so bad, um, okay. but this has been absolutely incredible. Truly, Thank you so much for doing it. More fun. I will say this as a caveat. It's a it, the only way that people know what kind of how you're talking about is if you say a cap. This is specifically it's a, a cap. cap. The, the title we'll will be a cap. cap. Put that in the podcast description. Don't worry. Because people are gonna think, oh, fancy hats, all different types, and you're like, no, 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 I'm talking about caps. <laughs>